Alrighty, um, another podcast. Here we go. This is a bit of a bonus episode because um, obviously right now Barbie is hot. Barbie is hot everywhere. Everyone's seeing the movie. Everyone's talking about it. It is a massive talking point. Um, so we uh, we decided, you, I think you reached out to me, you said, Brad, we need to go see this oh, movie. Oh, come on. I didn't want to see it at all. Um, um, I've already seen it before <laughs> this point, just to throw that out there. Oh, golly. Um, but we went uh, we went to a, a very beautiful place in Adelaide called Elizabeth Shopping Centre. Um, absolutely stunning place. If you haven't been to South Australia or Adelaide, definitely visit Elizabeth. Anyway, we went to the Elizabeth Shopping Centre and we grabbed two tickets to the Barbie movie. That was quite funny, actually, walking up to the That's counter. Sushi first. We had some sushi from a sushi train and then uh, walked into the movies. It was absolutely dead in there. And uh, we walked in. I walked up to the counter and said, two tickets to Barbie, please. <laughs> um, which was the straightest thing I have ever done. And um, it was it was interesting. You had already seen the Barbie movie. I have. You yes. were very excited for me to see it. I was. I was more interested to see how you would view it. Because when I saw it for the first time, it was not at all what I expected. So. Gotcha. Yeah, interesting to see what it's like from a male's perspective. Why did you say that? Why did you look at me like that? Because I thought you were going to be like a male's perspective. (laughs) You looked at me like I wasn't a male. Um, No, I get what you're saying though. Um, As in, uh, you already saw the movie. You obviously knew that it was, um, you know, a lot of the movie is, um, of course, being the Barbie movie, is a woman's perspective on, or Barbie's perspective on real world issues okay mm-hmm. and that's not a um i mean surprise it's a it's a woman's view on on um on on real issues um which is uh to be expected it's the barbie movie correct um and obviously we actually in the in the real world uh we have opposing opinions on a lot of things and we we obviously we do this part of podcast together we're good friends um so you were interested to see how i would react to the barbie movie very much so yeah and what did you think was it what you expected so so before um and i won't touch on this for too long but i had some preconceived notions not preconceived opinions but i had a lot of information fed to me through tiktok and through instagram of how i should feel about this movie as a man Mm. um there is a lot of content around there and i'm not sure if it's you know, not a conspiracy, but my my algorithm is filled with um, the Barbie movie is horrific. It's a hand. It's a it's a man hating movie. Yeah. See, before you brought that up, I had not seen any of that content. That's interesting. So that's, that's, I had didn't even realize, and I've already seen the movie at that point. So right. I didn't get that from the movie at all. I think it's because my my algorithm must be fed some real like <laughs> real conservative uh, <laughs> views, and and I'm I I, I hate that you know because I, I I would see these things and be like oh that's interesting, um uh but I never you know I I I don't I, look I might be fed information like that but I definitely don't create opinions until I actually yeah. see something so. I, in fact, you know, it was it was Piers Morgan. Uh, he did this interview that's blowing up on the internet, and Ben Shapiro made a thirty-minute, bloody, uh, absolute, uh, embarrassing spew on how much he hates uh, the movie. But anyway, apart from that, that actually seeing all that content on the internet made me want to watch the movie. That yeah. was for me. These people that are hating on it was like an advertising piece for me to actually go, go watch, watch the it. movie yeah. and, and create my own opinion. But um, just from a very broad uh, perspective, I. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I think it was fantastic. 
Um, it had me hooked from start to finish. And, and and props to Piers Morgan and Ben Shapiro for creating those videos because they 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 because they had such a strong opinion on it. I was actually watching this movie from a perspective of what I've heard, mm-hmm. and so I'm sitting there going, "What are they talking about?" Yeah, fascinating. You know, and, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't agree with anything. Not any. Uh, look, I don't agree with majority of what they're saying. I'm like, this is a fantastic movie. Um, it is. It is very. Look, it is. I I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's a children's movie. I would definitely not take kids to it. It's absolutely. Would you not take kids to it, or do you think? No, because a lot of women. Before you even, before you even say this, a lot of women have taken their daughters. Oh, to completely, this. and you can see why because it's a Barbie movie, right? Um, but I feel like after seeing it, or even before seeing it, I had this opinion that it's more directed towards people more of my age or era where Barbie was, I mean, Barbie's still a thing, but Barbie was huge when I was a kid. Right. And yeah, back then I feel like it's sort of, yeah, it was directed more towards the older generation rather than kids. Gotcha. So like you, could, you could resonate. Yeah. With and obviously the seeing there. it, there's so many things in that movie that kids would not understand. Mm-hmm. Um, like kids don't know what a patriarchy is or feminine. Well, I shouldn't assume that, but it, is directed towards adult content, I believe, personally. So I don't think – I mean, I'm not saying kids shouldn't see it, but if you want to have those conversations with your kids, take them to Barbie. Right. But it is explained very well, So, Mm -hmm. but also it is very done in a very mature adult form in a lot of the scenes, I feel. And before we go any further, I need you to know, because I don't think you're as big on TikTok as I am in terms of like viewing what's on there, but a lot of women – are fucking seething right now that you just said, you know, back in the day, you know, hold the, the idea of patriarchy because people still right today yeah, true. believe, and I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's true or not. What I'm saying is a lot of people are red hot on this mm. issue. A lot of feminists are very, uh, it's a heated topic. The idea that men run the world and, you know, women are just uh, subservient mm-hmm. and they're trying to break free of that, et cetera, et cetera. So, but what's interesting, and, and this is a really good talking point for us and, and this podcast uh, uh, specifically, because um, you're obviously a business owner. Mm-hmm. You have been self-employed for how many years? 20. 20 years. So you're very independent as a woman, mm-hmm. right? So your perspective um, is, is uh, some could say, very unique. Yes. Right? Um, I was born in 96 and uh, my mum was a stay-at-home mum. Uh, she looked after me my whole life. Um, so I've seen what a stay-at-home mother uh, mm-hmm. and that role is. And But I absolutely don't have this notion that women should be stay-at-home mums. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be. I'm just saying that um, I don't experience women being suppressed into being just mums. Yeah. I've not experienced that. But you're saying that when you were younger... The, I guess the movement that the kind of society was was more uh, in favour or uh, how would you even put that? Not I guess, in favour. Yeah, it's uh, from now back to say when I opened my first business, very different in the sense that it was just not expected is probably not the right word, but the natural progression of things were, you know, you meet someone, you get engaged, you get married, you have kids. Like it was just what you did. So when I did right. those things – It basically was the natural progression. But then when I say, you know, opened my business and had children and went back to work really quickly, I was judged hard and Mm -hmm. not intentionally, I don't feel, but like I owned a women's gym and our average age group in that gym was 30 to 50 year olds. So even older. So we had, I had people that 
you know, were in my gym all the time and just the comments that I used to get, you know, where are my kids? Why are you here? Like it was ridiculous. Which and to me sounds wild. I know. And it wasn't everybody. It was not the majority, but it was just something that used to really irk me. And it took me a long time to just bite my tongue. And cause I'm a very stubborn person in that if I've got an opinion, I, you know, I feel like everyone is entitled to their own opinion. I feel like everybody should do what makes them happy. So when people are judging me for my choices, it did piss me off. Right. So it was something that, yeah, it blew my mind a little bit that people were still in that headset of you're a female, you should stay home with the kids and the husband should go to work. Like right. why? So uh, even, so back, back then, uh, I should stop saying back then as if you were born in the forties, <laughs> well, uh, but, but you know, back then, um, did you feel like you were breaking free? Did uh, When you started your business as a woman, mm-hmm. did you, with your mum, you started it with yeah, your mum. Yeah. Did you guys feel like you were like breaking free of a stereotype or did you just actually think this is what I want to do? It's and- just what I wanted to do. I right. didn't really care what other people thought to be honest but I'm the same as you like I grew up with a single mom and she had to work a lot and you know she's got a really good work ethic and that's probably where I got a lot of all that from so that's what I've been around like the she was always at work and she had to provide for us and now I'm in the same position where I am a single parent and I've been a single parent for five years so nobody pays my bills but me like I need to go to work I want to go to work but I still to this day get judged for you know, going to work and working so much. But, you know, it's who I am. It doesn't mean I love my kids any less. It means that I'm doing everything I can to, you know, provide for them. They go to private schools. They have everything they need. They're happy. They get to spend time with grandparents and family and friends when I'm at work. Like, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, but they – and they can actually see that their mum – actually does exactly what she's passionate yeah. about instead of doing something that she's not exactly passionate about. and it doesn't mean that i'm not passionate about being a mother it just means that you know it is a juggle to find balance People are acting like being a mother and being a uh, say a business owner or someone who does a career that they want to do mm. is 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 uh you you, you got to pick one absolutely and you don't and that's where i feel very strongly and i was in a relationship a few years ago that you know, me being an independent person was such an issue. And this is this is what the movie is about. Exactly. So I've experienced it all where... Not specifically, but this movie correct. touches on these topics that you... So I got two questions for you. When mm-hmm. you did start, and just answer this quickly because I got something to kind of mm-hmm. flow this on to, is when you started the gym, did you, did, you, did you feel like you had any kickback from men? Not from men, from other women. This is, and this is why I asked you that question because I guess one of the, uh, and um, you know, obviously uh, throughout this review, I'm on the side that I love the movie. I think it was fantastic. Mm. But a lot of men who watched this movie felt like, and and this, when I say a lot of men who felt like, I'm saying there is a minority of men on the internet that are sharing their opinions on this movie, mm-hmm. and they're very heavy into the idea that they think it's men hating that, like the whole movie is kind of this idea that Mattel, who created this mm-hmm. uh, company that that um, builds Barbie dolls. And, and whatnot um, is essentially this men-filled company that does everything that men want and not what women yeah. want, right? But And I understand that was a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I asked you if you got any flack from men for starting the gym is a lot of men out there are thinking to themselves they watch this movie in today's age, yeah, right? Not not back in the 60s, 70s or whatever, but in today's age. And they mm-hmm. think, when you know, I think the idea is un- we don't like this message uh, because in today's age that's less of an issue as in men having an issue with women uh, taking power yes. uh, or, you know, doing their own thing 
So th- currently, I-, I think a lot of the opinions that, that men are having right now uh, about having an issue with the film, and the only issue that I can see being kind of like valid, valid or something that I would look at and be like, okay, I get where they're coming from, is it's this movie kind of comes across as if, um, you know, men are a big issue when it comes to the idea of like patriarchy and having women do what men want them to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, I just find it fascinating that when you bring up that you started the gym, that you didn't actually get flack from men. No, not from men. You got flack from other women. But so I think, and, and we're going to dive into a monologue that you really liked in the movie. Um, and I really like that monologue too, but we'll discuss some mm-hmm. things. But I think um, in the movie, there was a couple of lines that I look, let me just preference this. I love the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it was fantastic. But we'll start off with something that, that I think was a bit weird or just a little bit uncomfortable to hear and I didn't really agree with it. I just want to get your opinion on it. Is Essentially in the movie, there's a scene where uh, Barbie's coming back from the real world and she's heading back to Barbie world, mm-hmm. right? Barbie land. And uh, they're in the car with the two real women, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the real woman and the real woman's daughter. Sorry, I can't remember the names. But the daughter in the car goes, uh, she says... Men hate women, women hate women, everyone hates women. And it was a part in the movie where we're sitting in the cinema and I kind of looked at you, Corinne, and I was mm. like, that's, what, what is Yeah, what I looked at you and feel the same. It was, it was weird. Yeah. It was like this weird thing. And I think, I think that's what these people that are really like, I hate this movie, that's mm. what they're referring to. Um, so that was the only thing in the movie where I thought to myself, okay, that was odd. I don't think men hate women, women hate women. I think women especially are very judgmental of women. Right. And that's probably where I get frustrated because... I don't see why that needs to happen. Right. So, you know, there are so many different types Can of women out. Can I just out. say, what we're talking about right now is extremely controversial. I know. Do I keep talking? <laughs> yeah. Just give me your opinion. No, like, like this is fascinating because people hold back from this idea, but I, I'm. this is fascinating to hear this from, from you because I'm in agreement with you. I'm not saying that... Um, you know, the patriarchy doesn't exist or anything like that. But what I what I th- look, what I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying not to just say we're going to lean this side of of, mm. of the Barbie movie. This is the one thing that people are kind of uh, I guess uh, critiquing about the movie. And every you know every woman that I talked, a lot of women that I talked to, not every woman, obviously I don't talk to every woman, but they have this you know people have this notion like this feminist movement of like oh men mm. men hate women, we need to take charge, we need to rah rah, but it's almost like no, I actually think, uh, I think I'm, I'm not saying it's correct, but a lot of the time women are judging women. Women are judging women, but on the super hard. flip side of that, there are so many women that are my biggest supporters. So. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not all, you know, women are judging women, but it does happen. And I guess I just remove myself from those situations because I don't, I don't judge anybody. Like if you want to be a stay-at-home mum, be a stay-at-home mum. Like props to you. I genuinely couldn't do it. I love my kids. It doesn't mean I love them any less, but I love my career. I love my Mm -hmm. kids. You can have it all, but don't judge me for wanting to do that. So... I'm not going to judge you for wanting being a stay-at-home mum because that's what fulfills you. But I was not fulfilled being a stay-at-home mum. Like I need to be challenged. I need to do things. I want to provide. And I'm in a situation now being a single parent where I do have to provide. So work is a non-negotiable for me, but I want to work. And as a man, like that's to me, I think that's admirable. So I was in a position where I was told that, if I continued to do the career that I was in or do my job, that this person didn't want to be around me. This man. Man, sorry, want didn't want to be around me or couldn't be in my life. And, right. you know, me being an independent person was such an issue, but it was essentially in my head saying that I need to change who I was in order for them to 
like me the way that they right. should. Right, this, this is a very insecure man. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what that Absolutely. is. And I don't even know who you're referring to, but this person uh, sounds like an extremely insecure but person. But it's more just the sense that I don't... The reason I used to get my back up so much about that, and I am stubborn, but it also I feel so strongly about it that, you know, if you love someone or you want to be with someone, you should be supporting them in everything that they do. Right. So whether they, you know... Like this you or that. You should be happy for, the, Absolutely. for that person to be happy. And you should want to be their biggest supporters. So, right. you know, if you're not, then that's not for you. But, and eventually I obviously figured that out, but it it's something that really irked me because it's like I'm independent, this is who I am, and it doesn't make me any less or more of a person. Right. But this is me. So that's the only time I've really had that feeling where, you know, it did make me question it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should give it up or this or that. Like, it, And I can't believe I did. To please a man. To please a man. And now I look at that and go, whoa. Right. <laughs> Thank God I didn't. But I seriously. And in, in terms of what I did, it did I did change things and I did do things to try and make that man happy. And it's to me that just blows my mind that that's still a thing. And it was a thing like to a big degree. So... That's probably the only backlash I've had, but in thinking about it, it is definitely more the judgment from women. But again, I don't let it bother me now because I'm content with where I am and I know why I work and what right. I want to do and this is my choice. So, it, yeah, it it is pretty sad that we're still in those places where people judge. Like yeah. yeah, and I think I think the Barbie movie really spoke to I – think, I think a very interesting and important part of the movie – was actually the representation of Ken. Oh, completely. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, and I can. I, I get where you know. I get where a lot of these guys are super insecure. They watch the movie and they're like, "We hate the movie because <laughs> Ken's not who they want Ken to be, and mm. Ken doesn't get the result that these men want." Mm-hmm. Um, and but what I, <laughs> I actually saw it more as uh, it was. There was a very exaggerated uh, personality that they gave Ken, and, and obviously it's a caricature of of what you know. It's for me, Ken was like this insecure uh, individual that felt like he needed. Barbie in order to be yeah, fulfilled. Yeah. That's that's how I saw Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was extremely jealous um, of anyone who interacted, any guys that interacted with Barbie uh, that wasn't him. He was very mm-hmm. jealous, and um, he kind of portrayed that kind of like red flag, yeah, kind of man, yeah, um, like an insecure person who who just just can't handle anyone having Barbie's attention other than him having it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was fascinating throughout the whole movie was like what you kind of learn is. Ken was actually just not happy with himself. Exactly. He didn't even yeah. know who he was and he felt like he needed Barbie in order to be happy. He needed like gratification or needed what's the fucking word? He needed he needed he needed he needed validation, validation from Barbie. I feel like Ken needed validation from Barbie to be fulfilled and that made me mm-hmm. sad. Like I don't want anyone to ever feel like that's that. interesting that, that like that made you feel like that because yeah. you actually you kind of feel for him i do feel for him i guess i've probably been in a similar situation in a relationship as the female in that because and it's a shitty feeling like yeah. it's not a nice feeling because you lose yourself and you don't know who you are um and, and you latch onto anything that gives you absolutely any hope yeah. that you are someone correct and it's right. it really drags you down and it makes you feel very yeah, you just lose who you are. So I kind of felt that in the movie from, you know, a different perspective, a female perspective, but it's interesting and it's not how I expected that to go. So right. I never thought that about Kent. 
right. as a kid playing with Barbie and Ken. Like Ken was just Ken. Right. It was never Barbie is more superior than Ken. Yeah. But then seeing the movie, it's like, wow, when you think about it, Ken was essentially an accessory to Barbie. Right. So, and that's why Little Man had an issue with this exactly. movie. They couldn't handle the idea yeah. that this Barbie movie uh, was, you know, uh, directed towards uh, showcasing bar- how Barbie viewed things. View things. And I think the good thing with this movie, what I took out of it, was that oh, we've evolved. Well, I feel like we have evolved to the point where, you know, my opinion on relationships has, is, I'm so, I feel so strongly about couples and relationships and people being equal. Like yep. there is no need for the man to be more superior than the woman or whatever it is. But like if I'm in a relationship, you support everything about that person. Right. So whether, you know, it's good, bad, whatever, they have good days, bad days, their choices. Like if they make mm-hmm. a choice about something, life choice, support them. Like right. you should be their biggest fan and supporter and that's just how I feel about it. So, you know, I wouldn't care if someone had X amount of dollars or, you know, no money. I don't give a shit. Like, right. I want to be with that person because they're who they are. Right. You know, and I feel like this movie kind of portrayed that in the sense that you need to be this, this and this. Like, you know, it and looks, it comes down to looks and that was a big thing, like visual mm-hmm. appearance and all this kind of stuff. Like it. It just, yeah, made me realize that there's real, this equality thing is probably a bigger issue in right. this movie than people are talking about. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So while we were in the cinema, um, there was a there was a part of the movie where you tapped me and you said you were basically like, this is it. This is it. This is what I want you to mm-hmm. hear. Um, and obviously it was important to you. you. You watched the movie twice. You were very prepared for it. And um uh, yeah, it was a monologue by the mother of the of the yeah. of the real child, and and um, mm-hmm. how about you walk us through a little bit of what was said? I mean, it's pretty long, but it was just a part of the movie where I was like, wow, that pulled the heartstrings, and right. for different reasons. Like, I agree with a lot of it, don't agree with all of it, but it just it kind of was how I feel, I guess. Gotcha. In a lot of ways, um, probably and the cinema more, went real quiet. It did. It's a really it's yeah. a really deep part of the movie. It's a very deep part of the movie, but. I'll read it. It is a little long, but it's, yeah. So Barbie was crying because she felt imperfect. So she didn't think that she fit that stereotype anymore. So this is the real person talking to Barbie when she's upset. So essentially it starts off, it's literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. That was pretty powerful. But also stand out and always be grateful, but never forget that that system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, Never show fear and never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. 
I'm just tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll, just representing women, then I don't even know. So obviously that was like a that was a major talking point in the movie. A lot of people were talking about that that big uh, that big monologue. Um, just for you personally, how does that how does that make you feel? You heard it. Obviously, it resonated with you. It was resonated with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Um, how did it make you feel? I feel like it just everyone or females feel like you need to have everything together. So you need to be thin because there's so much pressure on that. You need to you know look pretty all the time. You need to have all your shit sorted out like everything there's so much pressure but then there's as it says you can't be too pretty to you know threaten other women you can't earn too much money you can't be a boss but you should be a boss that kind of stuff so there's a lot of things in there that just resonated with me in the sense that there is this overwhelming pressure to do it all yeah and I guess for me more in my situation now being a single parent and trying to juggle everything it's really hit me because it's like you don't need to have it all you don't need to have it all together but the pressure is from everybody else and you then in turn put that pressure on yourself right so if i want to be thin i'll be thin for me not for another person right or if i want to earn a lot of money i'll do that for me not for someone else so i guess i've experienced a lot of these things i got i was in a situation where I was made to feel bad because I earned more money than someone, which blows my mind because that is never a topic for me. Like I couldn't care less right. about something like that. So it it is something that makes you question, you know, why that should be an issue. But I guess it just... Well, it definitely shouldn't be an it issue. It shouldn't be an issue. Absolutely not. But I'm saying it is and it really upsets me. So I guess hearing that speech was just, you could feel it and... You know, there's this beautiful fucking Margot Robbie sitting on the floor who's perfect, let's right. be honest. In every way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. And they, the, by the way, they actually cover that they in the movie. They did. It was pretty funny. You know, she's sitting there and she's like, I'm not perfect anymore. Then it cuts to like a, Margot a you Robbie know, like, shouldn't a, be like set a director. Yeah, yeah. So funny. We've, we've cast the wrong person yeah. to say this. So it was actually quite, quite funny. It's actually very interesting hearing your perspective on that because when I heard that, a lot of those issues that she brought up, I think, are human issues. Yeah, agree. Both agree. men and women. And the only thing, like, I loved it. I think it was great. I, I listened to it and I was like, oh, you can really, you can really see where a lot of women, how they feel. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily the words that were said. It's the way that they, they feel. They feel, exactly. Right? And that's where guys need to relax a little bit and stop taking this all so personal and just realize they're communicating how they feel. Mm-hmm. Okay? Relax. This is not an attack on men. Well, and I guess as well, like my circumstances in the past, I was unable to voice how I felt without backlash from that. So right. for a very, very long time, I had to keep a lot inside because I was too scared to say how I genuinely felt. So that was another thing too, which I, that makes me so sad if anyone ever feels like that because you should be able to voice how you feel and not have that. Absolutely. And and to kind of finish up this discussion, I think w- let's segue into uh, something that happened to us recently um, and had me uh, absolutely shocked 
a little bit flabbergasted by the responses. We had a clip um, that we had out on, I think it's episode two, uh, where essentially I discussed that I went out on a date with someone for two dates. Um, and after the second date, I got a very lovely, very respectful, uh, a very honest text message that essentially said, hey, really appreciated you taking me out on two dates, but I'm, I'm not interested in seeing you anymore. I really hope that you find someone that you're looking for. So I read that and I was like, this is such a great message. I really appreciated um, having that. So I thought it would be great to share on our show um, uh, uh, that message and mm-hmm. kind of put it out there and put it as a clip and put it out on the internet to be like, hey, if you are a girl that's talking to a guy and you're no longer interested in them, this is the type of message that you could send. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not what you should send, but it's what you could send. And I, I was from a man's perspective saying that I really respected it and that it was very um, kind and it, it kind of let this, you know, it, it just felt nice to receive a message like that. Now, we uploaded that um, uh, about a week ago and within three days or four days uh, it had 700,000 views it had 20,000 saves it had about 30,000 shares and something like 70,000 likes Mm -hmm. okay so it went viral Um, there was over 200 comments on the post and what you just said um, resonates with this because uh, essentially there was a girl that commented on this on this uh, clip who essentially said, hey, I've sent a message like this to different men mm-hmm. and there was an ultimate backlash from the guy uh, when she sent that message, which kind of speaks to what this uh, monologue, mm-hmm. ab- part of the monologue's about, part of what you even just said was, um, you know, getting backlash from a, a guy when you speak your truth or you you just express how you feel and you get this absolute backlash. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what does that does that ring with yeah, you? Yeah, completely. And I think that goes down to the level of maturity as well. So right. for me, I would hands down be you know, so much happier receiving a message like that than being ghosted or, you know, no explanation or just someone, you know, disappearing off the face of the earth. And I guess I've been in the similar situation with you as I've received a message like that a long time ago, but it actually sat there and it it made me teary. And it was more just for the sense that, wow, there are good guys out there. Like it was such a respectful message and the truth, like the honest truth. Mm -hmm. And it was lovely. So... If someone's going to react to a message like that in the way that this girl was talking about, then clearly you've dodged a bullet. But also, right. you know, it it's just everyone's different. And, you know, I we both looked at that as I had so much respect for that girl that sends you that message because, mm-hmm. again, she was young and huge maturity levels for someone her age to Absolutely. say something like that then – you know, just speak the truth and tell how you feel. And if someone reacts bad, then again, it probably goes back to it's just, it's hurting their ego. No one likes to be rejected, but it's a nice way to get rejected. Absolutely. And I think, I think relating this to the Barbie movie, it's like Ken was the the person with the ego. Mm -hmm. Ken couldn't handle uh, Barbie rejecting him. And I think the Barbie movie really, uh, the, the ending of the Barbie movie closed out in a way that I thought was very, Nice. Agree. I, yeah. I really like the way that it ended. Essentially, what happens is is Ken is really upset because Barbie doesn't want a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Essentially, um, he's crying, but he's trying to hide his emotions. And Barbie just kept on saying to him, "Ken, you are. It's not just Barbie, uh, and you're just a Ken." She says. I'm Barbie and you are Ken. Correct. Um, so she's basically saying, look, just because I'm not interested in being with you, it doesn't mean that you are not whole. Exactly. And I think it's funny because, you know, in the whole like my hopeless romantics, 
self you want Barbie and Ken to end up together. But I remember seeing a clip on TikTok and it's it was something with Margot Robbie like laughing and joking that basically she did an entire movie with Ryan Gosling and never got to kiss him. And it's hilarious because they don't. And I was like, wow, but that's not how you expect it to end. So I think it's good because it's, you know, it, it ended in a way that really resonated with the movie and, you know, they did. I like that they didn't end in a stereotype. Absolutely, it wasn't the cliche. They ended with ending. a powerful message, yeah. being like, "Hey, if you're a if you're a, a woman out there, you don't have to succumb to someone and just be in a relationship because mm-hmm. they want it." And for the guy's perspective, it's like, "Well, um, if you are behaving like a Ken, realize that maybe it's not the woman uh, that you need. It's maybe it's yourself. It's yourself, yes. And I think a lot of people will, you know, take the time to heal from things mm. and no offense but a lot of men don't do that so right. yeah then they lash out they the lash women. out or they just jump from one relationship to another and don't deal with any issues that they have themselves a lot of women do it too but you know stereotypically a lot of men don't do that so right. i guess it's saying at the end of this movie that ken realizes that it's more to do with how he feels about himself and yeah. having to deal with that before you can yeah just jump into a relationship because it's the right thing to do. Which was powerful. I think it was great. Yeah, I, I loved good. it. Um, I know we talked about a lot of controversial stuff on here, but that's what the movie um, was about. Everyone's you know? opinion on the movie is going to be completely different and that's, that's the whole point of anything, really. Right. <laughs> and, and, it, and it sparks people to think. Yeah. This, made, this movie made me think a lot mm-hmm. um, and, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Me so too. I really liked it. Um, Do we get to play with these Barbies now? No, we're going to return them because they were very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Let's start Sorry, Big W. We're going to take up. these back. No, I was um, trying to do something funny now. <laughs> that was funny. No, it wasn't. That was funny. I'm keeping this whole thing in no. to, to show yeah. how dishonest you are as a woman. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, I had a good ending for that. Uh, and then we just go and then we start playing with them and pretend no, to that's, open them. No, no, I don't want that ending. <laughs> Not at all. Um, I, I, yeah. Um, we would obviously that was our opinions on the Barbie movie. We both really lo- loved it. Um, if you do have um some opposing views or some questions about the Barbie movie that you'd like our take on, we are happy to do a part two and and uh, break down some uh, things that you're interested in. And um, you can do that by commenting on our YouTube channel, Everything But Weddings uh, podcast on YouTube, or head on over to our Instagram, Everything But Weddings Pod. Um, and uh, give this, uh, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple, feel free to leave a five-star review. Um, and uh, anything else, Karina? No, go see the movie. Go see the movie. Tell us how you think. Tell us how you feel. Um, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Apart from that, that's a, that's a wrap. It's a wrap. All right. We'll see you guys in another week or so. Bye. Bye.